Welcome to the Go Hard Chick Podcast, your podcast for all things health and wellness for women. This is your host, Crystal Holmes, and it is my mission to inspire and empower women to overcome stress and prioritize their inner healing for improved energy, health, and confidence. Our focus here at the Go Hard Chick Podcast is on the eight pillars of wellness, which we believe provides a holistic approach to achieving a healthier and more fulfilling life. Join us as we explore a wide range of topics and tools to support you on your wellness journey. Welcome back to another episode of the Go Hard Chick Podcast. This is your host, Crystal Holmes, and this is episode 100. Today, we are joined by a remarkable guest who is here to share her personal journey of triumph over autoimmune disease. Go Hard Chicks, in this episode, we are honored to have the fabulous Quay Holland. Quay's a speaker, she's an integrative nutrition and autoimmune health coach and lifestyle expert. Quay has not only battled autoimmune disease herself, but she has become a beacon of light for those seeking to reclaim their health and vitality. She's going to take us through her incredible journey, shedding the light on the importance of addressing both physical and mental well-being for holistic healing. Now, Go Hard Chicks, I've shared on this podcast before that I am an autoimmune disease warrior. And we know that autoimmune conditions can be incredibly challenging. They often affect various aspects of our lives, making us feel tired and confused. And we go to our doctors for many, many months and years before many of us get even a diagnosis. Well, Quay is going to bring to light a crucial point that you need to consider in your health and wellness journey. Did you know that a yeast overgrowth called candida can be an underlying cause of many autoimmune diseases? Well, Quay is going to unveil that surprising connection between candida and autoimmune health. And she's going to offer us some insights that just might change the way you view your own wellness journey. Get ready to be inspired and educated and empowered as we delve into Quay Holland's journey through autoimmune disease, holistic health, and the transformative power of self-discovery. Y'all are going to hear that I really enjoyed having this conversation with Quay. It was more like two girlfriends chatting. So I hope you, you enjoy it and you learn a lot. This is a really important episode. So grab your favorite drink find a cozy spot, and let's dive into this episode of the Go Hard Chick Podcast. Welcome to the Go Hard Chick Podcast, Quay. I am so glad that you are here today. How are you? I am doing great. I am so excited to be here as well. Thank you so much for having me on the Go Hard Chick Podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Absolutely. And I'm excited to talk to you too. I, like I shared before we started recording, I have shared my journey, I guess, with autoimmune disease, Hashimoto's on the podcast and on other people's podcasts, but I've never 
had a discussion with someone else who has an autoimmune disease journey. (laughs) So I'm I'm really excited to, to finally talk with someone, even though we have different, you know, I don't even like to say we have it. I I haven't, I try not to say that, but we have been diagnosed with different autoimmune diseases. Still, we share that common thread. And I I just am really excited about this conversation today. So I'm going to stop babbling here and I'm going to let you just please introduce yourself to the listeners. Okay. Well, I am Quay Holland. I am an integrated nutrition health coach. My foundation is fitness. I'm a certified personal trainer, been certified in so many different modalities, but my jam is spin and rowing and kickboxing. Those are my three jams. And um, I've been in the health and wellness space since 2006, but I've always been into fitness. My, my parents had me in the gym when I was Young, I don't know if you remember Holiday Spa back in the day. Yes. <laughs> so I used to go to the gym with my parents. I'd be in the back of the aerobic room with my mom and just, you know, doing my own thing. And um, I was like seven, eight years old. So fitness has always been in my life. Um, and then once I became a personal trainer and a group fitness instructor in spin in Okinawa, Japan, um, it just evolved from there. And what I realized is um, at the time, my business was cue your body. And then I was all about the physical, you know, how you looked on the outside and just working out. And as life evolved and things started happening in my life, I realized that it was way more than the physical. It was about the mental. It was about the emotional. It was about the spiritual as well. So then that's when I went to integrative nutrition health school and I got my certification in that and I changed the name to um, Cure Your Body Lifestyle. So I help women, specifically professional women who are stressed out, burnt out, tapped out, who are overwhelmed, rebalance their body and reclaim their wealth. And when I say wealth, I am talking about W-E-L-L-T-H. So it's not about the money. It's about your health. It's about your happiness. It's about harmony. So that's a little bit about me. I am a mother of two, um, a daughter that's 20, a daughter that's 38, and I also have three grandsons. So I am truly, truly blessed. Um, I've traveled around the world, and so I have been able to um, touch on so many people's lives and transform so many people's lives through health and fitness. And that's that's my whole mission is to really um, lean into women and say, hey, you can do this gracefully. You can do things with intention so then you can have the wealth that you need to draw draw in the purpose that God has for you. I love it. Now, the the women that you help, are they any and all women or is is it women that may suffer with uh, autoimmune diseases? So, um it's like two two lanes. So one lane can be women that do not have autoimmune. So I do auto, I'll do a, a candida. So candida, which is a yeast overgrowth, for those of who don't know, um, it's a yeast overgrowth. Now we're made all made up of yeast and bacteria. Matter of fact, when we die, our body is, you know, decomposed and it's because of yeast. Okay. 
So we all have it, but it's when we don't have healthy lifestyle choices that it becomes unbalanced. And candida is the underlying cause of most autoimmune conditions. So I do a paper assessment with a series of questions and ask, you know, these questions to see if you, what's your probability of having candida? So if you don't have candida, then most of my clients go to my program. Um, that's just work-life balance, just trying to, you know, get unstuck, trying to just make things happen so they can still move forward in whatever their life, is, wherever they are in their season. And then some of that may be just health coaching and or personal training as well. And then if you do have autoimmune, then I have my other signature program where you can go through my autoimmune program. So it just depends where you are in your season. Where you are. Yeah, I see. I see. And when you were, when you were sharing just about your journey, um, with personal training and spin, you said spin. And I'm like, I literally just got into spin this year. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, this, that at first I thought I would never want to do it. And then they offered classes at my local gym. And I, I kind of liked it. So that's, that's interesting. Good. You know, I tell people a good spin instructor, I feel I've been, I, I spend the whole time when I was pregnant. My daughter uh, was born in 2003. I spend like literally a week before she was due. And that's the wow. beauty of it because it's non weight bearing. Uh, I feel a good instructor is someone that one has good music. The music has to be good, right? And I think all genres, right? Because you have all cultures in there. When I was doing spin, I was a spin instructor for the military. We were on a military base. My husband at the time was in Marine Corps. So I would have people come that needed to lose weight. And this was a hmm. 5 a.m. class. They did not like me. So one, they didn't want to be there. And then two, it's five o'clock. And then they got to get on this bike with this small pet, you know, seat, right? So um, I think the other thing is when you can find an instructor like myself that can get off the bike. And even though you have 20 or 30 people in the room, you can make it feel like that they're the only one in the room. So yeah, I love being able to get on and off the bike and going around and motivating my clients and just, you know, giving them that encouragement that they can do it, right? And that makes them want yeah. to come back. And like yourself, they start to fall in love with spin. Yeah, it was it was totally unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally unexpected. So that that's super cool. So I really I want to get into with you, because you spoke about you spoke about Candida and I want to get into with you how you discovered your autoimmune disease. Well, first of all, I'll share with the listeners what what were you told? What autoimmune disease were you told that you had? Okay, so when I came to California, um, I was a personal trainer. You know, another duty station. This is our last duty station, and I was just seeking out a gym to work out in, and the best gym in this small city of Hemet, California. No one has heard of it, basically. Um, the owner there was a nutritionist as well as uh, a certified personal trainer. And that opened my eyes 
to fibromyalgia and candida. And I never heard about it. You know, I was into wellness, but, you know, and this is back in 2006. You wasn't hearing Mm -hmm. about autoimmune like that. You know, like now you're hearing more about it. But in 2006, you wasn't hearing about it. So she was finding that a lot of her clients, which were mostly women, were suffering with these issues, which is autoimmune, right? Um, suffer with these issues and they weren't losing the weight. They were hitting plateaus. They were still fatigued. Um, they were just dealing with a lot of things. And so she would make them go on these protocols that she had, you know, got trained in before they could even take her boot camp. So I just fell in it. I just fell into getting certified in gut health and candida and in detoxification. So I was helping my clients with all of that. And then I didn't know I was going to become my own client. Mm. So here I am teaching seven to nine classes a week, you know, from spin to abs to rowing, all of these things. When you looked at me, and this is one thing I want listeners to really lean into, you can have the appearance on the outside that you that you got it going on. You can look the part. But your body inside is suffering with inflammation or or a unbalanced gut. And it shows up in different ways. Mine showed up as yeast infections. So I had reoccurring yeast infections. And what was the first sign of it was I would get on the, I don't believe in scales, right? I don't believe in scales. So, but I would get on the body fat machine and I started seeing my body fat going up the numbers. And I'm like, what's happening? Then I started having going to the doctor for these reoccurring yeast infections. And that's all they kept doing was putting me on monostab, diflucan, all the over counter, you know, antifungals, this, that, and the other. Little did I know that is feeding the yeast. It was making it worse. So by the ninth month, I'm literally going back to the doctor almost every single month. By the ninth month, that's when the light bulb went off. And I was like, Quay, you are dealing with candida. That's why now you're dealing with the bloatness. You're dealing with the yeast infections. You're dealing with like, you're not coming, you know, your stamina is like being shot with these classes. You know, you're being fatigued. You know, I just didn't feel good. And so that's when I just was like, you know what? I know what to do. And the the sad thing about this is I went back to the doctor at the ninth month and I said to her, I realize I have candida and if I don't do anything about it, it can bring on other things like fibromyalgia or this or that. So I knew I was at that critical point, like I needed to do something. I said, I know what to do. I'm going to put the protocols and everything I learned and use it on myself. Do you know she said you're doing the right thing? And I really her. <laughs> I, I literally looked at her and I said, what do you mean I'm doing the right thing? I've been coming to you. I've been seeing you for the past nine months. And do you know that doctors, some doctors, I'm not saying all, they are not allowed to talk about holistic alternatives or methods 
because it goes against their practice, their license. So all this time, she knew what I should be doing, but could not take the risk. So that's another reason why I'm so passionate. And I really wanted to, you know, especially when we connected about autoimmune, I was like, women have to know, and it's researched by the Autoimmune Related Disease Foundation, that it takes like three to five years with so many doctor's visits before you find out that you have an autoimmune condition. And a lot of times, like I said, it's from candida. And so if you can, if you can balance and get the candida under control, all those other systems that progress could be null and void. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I, like your story is just, it, it's similar to mine. But the, when I was diagnosed, well, my OBGYN basically found it for me. (laughs) I was feeling tired. I had like really dry skin on my legs. So I'm going to the dermatologist. I'm like, help. Do I have eczema? What's going on? She's like, you're taking too many showers a day, you know, um, I felt tightness in my, my throat. And I remember telling, before I figured it out, I said to my mom, I, I feel like this tightness because, <laughs> you know, exactly. moms are supposed to know everything, you know, <laughs> and she was supposed to tell me, oh, that's such and so-and-so. And she was like, I don't know what that is, you know, <laughs> but I just, but I would feel it anytime I got stressed, it would be more pronounced. So I'm just, I'm angry. I'm stressed out. I, I, uh, I had gotten into fitness. I think it was 2009. Had my daughter in 2011, got back into the gym, was healthy and fit. Then in 2016, I took a new legal job. And I knew when I took this job, Quay, that my health and fitness were going to mm-hmm. suffer. And the, the the reason that I got into the gym in the first place was okay. I was a little I was a little overweight back then. I was I'm an emotional eater, stress, so I'm eating. And then, but when I got into the gym, I felt so much better. Yeah, the weight came off, but just the stress. So I was using it as a means to help cope with the stress. And so when I took this job in 2016. I knew it would be very challenging to keep up a gym routine. And I almost turned that job down. And one of my colleagues, I I told one of my colleagues, I was like, you know, I don't know if I should take this job because I know it's going to interfere with my gym schedule. And he was looking at me like, are you crazy? You're going to turn down a good job for the gym? (laughs) But like... I knew the importance of it for me. And of course, I I listened to him. I took the job and my fitness and health just started going down, down, down. Um, And the stress from this this particular position. And I looked up in 2019 and I'm having all these symptoms and I'm not sleeping at night and I'm stressed out. Like I felt like how I was back in 2008, Mm -hmm. 2009, you know. And um, 
I said, I got to do something about this. So January of 2020, I, I hit the gym. I find another gym. I get in there. And then just so happens, every January is when I go in for my yearly exam with my OBGYN. And I tell her, I say, you know, so I'm thinking it's perimenopause, tired. She's like, let's run some labs. <laughs> and I go back in and she says, everything looks great, except something's going on with your thyroid. And I'm like, what? She knew what it was, mm-hmm. but she couldn't, she couldn't tell me. But what she did that day, she said, look, I'm, you take this vitamin D. And she also gave me a probiotic. Now I didn't get it then. Um, and then I just started researching. She didn't tell me what it was. She said, go see an endocrinologist. Of course there was a wait. So by the time that I got to see the endocrinologist, I had, mm-hmm, I'd already figured mm-hmm. out it was Hashimoto. So I go and I meet with this endocrinologist and he's very dismissive. I'm like, is there anything I can do? Nope. You know, eventually your thyroid is going to burn out and we'll just have to remove it. But don't worry, my wife has it and, you know, she just had a baby. You know, just very, I'm like, there's nothing. And I said, is that why I feel this tightness? And he's like, quackery. I mean, like, but since I've learned, sometimes you can feel because it's inflamed. So I had to, I had to go on this journey of, of learning, um, and, and figuring out, and, and it's so many things that can contribute to it. Like you said, candida. Yeah, I knew I had leaky gut. Which is a product of um, candida. Yeah. I, I, my vitamin D mm-hmm. level was mm-hmm. trash. You know? yes. <laughs> so my food. So you have to, I had to go on this journey of, and, and the stress, of course, of, I had to go on this journey of healing. Um, and it's funny because- like you said, even though I was not in the best shape because I kind of let myself go, but you can be, quote unquote, the picture of health. You can look good and this can still Correct. happen to you. And something that you were just saying about the doctors, because I have helped so many women and the one thing that comes across loud and clear is that I have gone to my doctor and they make me feel like I'm crazy. Like I'm being gaslighted. Like I'm like, I'm just complaining. I have heard that from, I'm going to say 90% of the women and they're and you know, when you don't feel well. And that's why so many of them go to, you know, if you can try to find another doctor and that's my whole thing, like take responsibility of your own health. If you don't like your doctor, you have a choice to go find a new doctor, find someone that is in alignment with you and is going to listen to you and figure out what is going on. Um, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's a big thing. But it's so hard for people, I find, because they have, we have put doctors on this pedestal. Um, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like, well, my doctor mm-hmm. said I need to take this medication. And there's no, can you imagine if I had listened to him? He didn't give me any medication, but 
had I listened to him, I probably would have just been worse off. I would have believed that there's nothing I can do. And that's the thing. A lot of women give up and and we put these labels on ourselves like, um, you know, like I, you know, I have Hashimoto's or I have Candida and you start to believe that that's what, you know, that that's you. That's how you should be when if you make the necessary changes, you can, you know, you can turn it around. I was able to restore and rebalance my body in three months by putting the protocols that I've learned from nutrition school, from getting certified in autoimmune, I was able to turn it around in three months, something that they would not, that they couldn't do in nine months. So that's the thing. You can rebalance your body. Your body has the power to heal itself. So, and I feel that there is a place for medicine, but there's also, you know, great herbs out here, different things that you can take, making lifestyle changes that you can take that can slowly turn it around. Because depending on how long you've been dealing with that issue, it's a process. You know, I feel like that we live in this microwave society where people want this quick fix and they're not mm-hmm. willing to commit to getting healthy. And it's work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. People don't want to do the work. And, 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 you know, I wish I could say, you know, it was easy. Um, but it it does require work and you have to have the right mindset. Like I kind of shared at the beginning, I don't, I never said I I have Hashimoto's. (laughs) That's the only time anybody will ever hear me say that right there. At one time, (laughs) I never said it. I left that doctor's office and I was like, beep, beep, beep. I I don't want to say the curse words, but screw you, doctor. (laughs) You are not taking my thyroid. And I went to work. Okay. And so you have to, you have to believe you got to have a positive mindset and you got to be willing to do the work. So, um, I also feel like, you know, There's so many people that have been not feeling well that they can't even, they're in this fixed mindset that they can't even imagine. Like they don't know what feeling good feels like. You lose, you lose, you have, you might have a good day and you think you feel good. Cause I remember saying that to my, my OBGYN, I said, I feel okay. I'm not feeling bad today. But I didn't realize that how I felt exactly. that day, I, exactly. I can feel even better. So, um, you know, it, like you said, it's a journey. Like yourself and myself, you, you, you know, it's work, but it can it can be done. And once you get on the other side, you do whatever it takes not to get back <laughs> on the you know on the other side. So for me. Um, cause you brought up stress. So wanted to talk a little bit about that because you got into this, um, the, the law firm, you already knew it was going to be stressful. You already knew it was going to impact your gym schedule. Right. But that's, that's why, like I said, it's professional women mostly that I deal with because like myself, I'm my own client. You know, when you get into, you know, chasing the titles, 
the status, the money, all those things comes a responsibility and some type of stress. And most of the time it's high stress. And then you start letting all the things go. And I'm not just talking about the exercise, you know, I'm not talking about that. I mean, I'm talking about other things. Like, are you taking your, are you taking your lunch breaks? Are you really eating or are you just on the fly and you go into the vending machine? Right. Or do you have, you know, candy at your desk or is donuts in the, in the, you know, um, in the staff lounge or whatever, and you're just eating bad, not drinking water. Right. So you, then now you're dehydrated. Dehydration brings fatigue. Stopping off at McDonald's drive through every morning for breakfast. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> then also just getting out of the nutrition and the, the health piece. Are you missing stuff with your family? That That's the other thing. And that's where the work-life balance comes in. It's like there's other things important is finding that balance because you can't get that time back with your children at their softball game or their soccer tournament. So it's being able to, you know, do the work, make the money, but do it in a way that you make still make yourself a priority. It comes down to positive mindset and having those healthy boundaries. Yeah. You know, so that's what that's what caused my my um, flare up in autoimmune was stress. Mm-hmm. I was working, you know, working uh, at that time. My, my husband was in Iraq. So that was stressful. I was a new mom. Right. So I had my daughter at the age of 37. Didn't think I wanted any kids because I was career, you know, just climbing the ladder, going to school, um, but just taking on so much. And then the job that I had wasn't a really healthy environment. So, um, and then I, my, my marriage wasn't at the, at the, at its best at that time too. So I was dealing with stress at all angles. Um, and so as a result, your body breaks down. Yeah. Your immune system gets impacted. And that's what autoimmune is. If you don't know what autoimmune is, is when your immune system attacks itself, right? And in your gut, if you're dealing with inflammation, inflammation is a start of disease. So you want to keep the inflammation. So like yourself, like you said, your throat was getting tight. It was inflamed. So keeping inflammation and your gut balance is huge. Yeah. And and really paying attention to Pay attention to your symptoms. Like, you know, my legs were itching, itching bad. (laughs) I don't know why it was just my legs. But, you know, like like I said, most people would, I tried to deal with it as much as I could. Self-treat, you know, shea butter. I'm putting all kind of stuff. (laughs) Nothing. Cocoa butter. Cocoa butter. (laughs) Nothing was working. Finally, I said, let me go to the dermatologist. Uh, But even that didn't work because that wasn't the issue. When I finally, when I was diagnosed, of course, I started researching. They said, you know, with Hashimoto's, you need to leave the gluten alone. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, ma'am. I'm like the bread queen. Like, what are you talking about? So the first probably three months after I was diagnosed, I just, I'm like, absolutely. I don't have a problem with gluten. And then finally... 
I said, okay, I'm going to do one of these, I'm going to do an elimination diet and just see. And when I tell you my legs stopped itching, I had suffered from post-nasal drip, I, mm-hmm. I don't, probably decades that went away. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my God, you mean to tell me? I, I mean, I remember having it since I was a kid and my mom, you know, people just say, well, I have that too. You know, like it's normal. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, it's normal. Oh, your girl, your grandmother got that. Yeah, so. I, arthritis. <laughs> that's none of that is normal. It is not normal to have to clear your throat fifty times a day. Exactly. Something is wrong. That is not normal. Exactly. And I'm glad you're bringing that up because that's what um, people need to realize that. It comes in so many symptoms. So when I would tell people about candida and I would say a yeast overgrowth, they, they, I mean, immediately, I don't have a yeast infection. It's not just yeast infections. That's my story, right? But it shows up in your throat. One of the things, I mean, I didn't realize it at a time. Being in Okinawa, Japan, it's hot and humid there, right? So traveling in Japan and then went to Israel. When when we went to Israel, I started, my voice started changing to the point my mom was nervous. My mom was a regist- is, is a registered nurse and she was like, and I was clearing my throat. And my mom was like, what's wrong with your throat? And I, I just got accustomed to hearing it. I was like, nothing's wrong with my throat. She said, you keep clearing your throat and your voice is changing. I didn't even recognize it. Mm-hmm. Now, at this time, I still don't know about candida. I still don't know about it. It got to the point that I would be like how I'm talking with you. My sentence would stop in midstream. My voice would go. So when we were went back to Okinawa, they looked down at my throat and they had to send me to Hawaii because they didn't have the technology to really see what was going on. I had to go through voice therapy and everything. Still, at that time, still don't know about candida. Then we go to California right after Okinawa. And that's when my whole world opened up. And that's when I found out, yeah, I had candida in my throat. You know, so... It loves to live in warm, moist areas. So candida affects areas. So symptoms are vast. The allergies, the migraines, the bloating, the inflammation, the joint pain, the yeast infections, the, you know, athletes for a jacket, and it doesn't discriminate. It's not just women. It's everyone. So like for babies, when they have that colicky, that cough, that's because, I mean, like I have seen yeast babies. Moms who have yeast, um, an overgrowth of yeast, and their babies come out as candida babies. <sighs> so, and then men, jock itch, athlete's foot, they're bloating in their stomach because they're drinking all this beer. Beer is yeast. <sighs> so it doesn't discriminate. And then the one thing I want to say, and this, uh, and this is going, you know, to the left, but women, if you, are dealing with, you know, any type of, you know, yeast issues and you're intimate, that that's transferable. Yep. And so, you, you just keep going back and forth, reinfecting. You just keep going back and forth. Mm-hmm. So not only do you need to take care of yourself in that area, even your spouse or significant, significant air, you know, partner 
or whoever you hang with, if you're sexually active, you both need to be making sure that you are, you know, balanced in your body so you don't keep having that issue. Because that's another thing that I deal with. A lot of women are like, you know, I just keep, well, okay. Are you sexually active? Because you're just getting it back. You're getting it back every single time. Yeah. It's funny because I had this discussion with, I hope she, I hope she don't listen to this. <laughs> I had this discussion with someone in my gym. And I said, she's married. I was like, y'all probably passing it back and forth. You, you go and get cleared up and he, you know. Yeah. 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 That's what's happening. Because men don't, don't get, I mean, you know, they don't feel it like we do. Right. They don't have the imbalances like we do, but they're having it, but it's not as prevalent. Like we feel it. Like our bodies really tell us that, hey, something's not right in our reproductive area, you know? So um, I'm a big component. Like if you don't feel right, you need to go check it out and then do the right things, do the things and hopefully find someone that can tell you the right protocols and strategies to clear it up. But as you clearing it up, you need to have that heart to heart talk with with your man. Yeah. (laughs) And I think you, 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 your point is, it's not just going and getting whatever cream or whatever the doctor, you got to take it to the next level. Yes. And get to the source. Yes. You got to get to the root. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, you got to figure out one, what is triggering you to have this overgrowth? Is it your, is it your job? Is it your relationship? Is it, you know, the environment? Is it the food? What, what is it? It could be a combination. Mm -hmm. And then doing the strategies to reverse that and finding Mm -hmm. what works for your body constitution. One thing I learned in integrated nutrition school is which, which was drilled in our head is one man's poison is another man's pleasure. Yes. Meaning what Crystal may eat, like, okay, Crystal can't do gluten, but she may can do, I'm just using as an example, soy, which we know soy isn't good for you, right? But Quay can't do soy, but she can eat gluten, right? So we, we're always saying, oh, my girlfriend doing this, my girlfriend's doing that, but is that going to work for you? So I am all about bio-individuality. Yeah. And it takes time. It's trial and error. Yes. Um, and you got to be willing to, and oh my gosh, this is so good. Because so many people, I'm just thinking about how many women out here are having these recurring yeast infections. And they don't know. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. And I can tell you for myself, um, because I was, you know, going doing all the over-the-counter stuff. I ate pretty well. I wouldn't say I ate clean, 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 but I ate really well. But the stress was just making it worse. And so when you don't take, you know, the root cause, when you don't get things in order, you're just going to keep dealing with it. Mm -hmm. And so when you let yeast one and then yeast infections, that's because that's what we're talking about right now 
when you let it just keep going on and on, other things start happening. You know, you can get the odor, you know, you can get the burning, you can get the itching, all of that. That's uncomfortable. You don't want to be, and who wants to be going to work like that yeah. and being self-conscious? Yeah. You know, and, and it makes you tired. It yeah. makes you tired. And you're already in a stressed out state. And then mm-hmm. that just is adding to it. That's why stress is, for me, I believe that was my trigger. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I probably shouldn't have been eating gluten and, you know, <laughs> some other things. But I, I really and truly believe if I don't keep the stress under control, I'm in trouble. And exactly. it's funny because when I, a year after I was diagnosed, I, I went back, I went to a new doctor and uh, ran my labs and my antibodies, the thyroid antibodies. So for folks who don't know, when you have Hashimoto's, your body is literally attacking itself, but it's attacking the thyroid. And you can detect this through a, it's called a TPO test. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it checks for antibodies. So at that time, I went in a year after having been diagnosed and my antibodies were at zero. So I was like, how? At first, I didn't believe it. I was like, this must be a mistake. (laughs) And so my doctor's like, well, we could test again, but it's not a mistake. And she said, look, well, who have you been working with? And I was like, nobody. (laughs) Like, I figured this out on my own. And she said, think back, what was going on with you when you were diagnosed? And she said, you, something happened. And I was like, I don't know, you know? And she's like, you know, and I, I, I knew after I really thought about it, I was like, it, it, I was just a stress mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was stressed out before, you know, and I, and I was getting overweight and not feeling well. And so I realized, I was like, okay, universe keeps telling me that stress is not my friend. <laughs> so I got to listen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to make radical change. Like I, I, I couldn't work at that job anymore. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying everybody go and quit your jobs, but I, I had to find something else. And sometimes you might have to take something that doesn't pay as much. You know, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of looked at it like I want to be happy. I want to be healthy. I want to be here for my kid as long as I can. So sometimes you got to make some decisions. You got to leave certain jobs, leave relationships. You know, that's yeah. true. <laughs> sometimes you got to do it. It's, it's, it's very true. It's very true. Um, stress, I would say, is the it's the number one trigger to start getting you in that path of, um, with candida. So with candida, like I tell people when I explain, I'm like, you know, just think about dough, right? Mm -hmm. You know, when you have dough, you put yeast in dough and what does it do? It grows. So that's, so a lot of people with the stress, we have stress weight, stress weight, weight is very Mm -hmm. hard to get rid of. And a lot of times it's due to candida. So that's why you keep blowing up and you wonder why your gut, you know, is getting bigger and you, you know, you gaining all this weight. So, um, so stress is like the number one thing and just trying to, 
And it's hard. I mean, we live in a different world. I mean, I'm a 60s baby and grew up in the 80s. And I feel like I, I feel like we ain't had no stress, you know, back then. Everything was so much fun. I just feel like that this world right now, it's, you know, you hear so many things on, you know, depression and anxiety and and all that. And it's just it's just hard, you know, hearing that. And, and it's real for a lot of people. Um, so trying to keep yourself in that parasympathetic, which is a part of your, your stress system. I mean, your, um, well, I'm trying to think, trying to keep yourself in that parasympathetic. That's where you're at rest most of the time. Mm-hmm. You're, that's where you digest and you pause, right? So that is where you want to be. And it's hard to stay like that, you know, especially for professional women. We thrive on, we got to have our calendars all packed, like back at, you know, like meeting after meeting after meeting. Like, like I literally, when I sit down with some of my executives, I'm, I said, I asked them, can I see your calendar? Mm. And I look at their calendar. I look at it for the week. And I'm like, where do I see? I don't see time for you to even breathe. And they make excuses. I'm yes. sure. Like, no, it's totally fine. I like, I was working with someone that works it. like late night does. And I'm like, you're not really getting a lot of sleep. Oh no, it's fine. I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. Like your body mm-hmm. doesn't adapt to lack of sleep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they don't realize that it is impacting their nervous system. They don't realize that. And like I tell people, you would think that I say fitness is the most important thing you can do. I say it's sleep. Mm-hmm. Because that's where all the goodness happens is when you sleep. And then it's going to bid at that decent time to get all of that goodness that sleep does for your body. You know, so, you know, fitness has a part, but I would put sleep as number one. Yeah. Sleep, then, you know, fitness and nutrition. So Quay, what can, can you give the listeners just some tips if they have candida or they think they do, what, what can they start doing to try to heal? Okay. Um, the first thing to do is really do like a self-awareness check on yourself. Like what does your day actually look like? Like be very intentional about what your day is. So are you having a day? First of all, are you in a stressful job? Let's go with that. Are you in a stressful job? What ways can you, what can you do to bring less stress? It may be like what I just said. Give yourself space between meetings if you're in a job like that. Um, Two, are you taking time to eat lunch? And when I'm saying eating lunch, I'm, I don't mean where you're like standing up eating because when you stand up and eat, your body does not digest because it looks at your body that you're in a fight or flight mode instead of a rest digest mode. Mm. So are you really being mindful and digesting and eating and, and being at that relaxed state? So one, hydrate. Give yourself space, and I call it grace space. Have grace on yourself. Have those healthy boundaries. 
you know, and learn to say no. If somebody's saying, can I have a meeting with you at 10 o'clock and you know you just getting done a meeting at 10 o'clock, can you say 1030? You, we, we have to learn as women not to be this superwoman and like just keep packing everything up. Like give yourself some grace space. Um, hydrate is very important because if you're dehydrated, you're going to get tired and you're not going to be able to be productive and have clarity to get through the rest of the day. So hydration, grace space to give yourself time to breathe. Um, and eating, and I'm going to say, get your nutrition in. Mm-hmm. Get your nutrition in and don't be afraid to say no. Yes. Now, you know, a lot of us, we afraid to say no now to, to everybody, work, kids. Yeah. So <laughs> I would say that for professional women far as in their workspace. But if you feel you have candida, the one thing I would say to really stop is sugar. That's mm. the one. That's the one common thing. Minimize, reduce to as as much as you can to, to stop eating sugar. If you drink in soft drinks, you will see a huge difference. If you stop drinking soda, you will see it in your symptoms and you will see it in your weight. Yeah. And see, there are a lot of folks, they are self-medicating with the sugar because they feel tired. They feel, you know, worn out. And so they take that sugar hit so they can finish that day. They can have that next meeting, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And you got to realize sugar is, um, sugar is like cocaine. I mean, like it gives you that high, like cocaine. So like, like you're saying, we all, you know, people want, oh, well, let me get some sugar. Let me, you know, get this, uh, you know, this caffeinated drink. That caffeinated drink has, I think a, a can of soda is like, uh, like almost like 80 some grams of sugar. Right. Yeah. And I do a demonstration on what that looks like in tablespoons. And I literally put it in a clear container with how many tablespoons. And I use it as a visual and say, is this what you would sit down with and eat? Because this is what you're drinking. Yes. It's that seeing it. And then it's like, wow, I, I, I didn't realize that I am consuming that much sugar out of that can of soda. Think about it. How many of us, how many folks drink more than one can a day? (laughs) I know. And we're in a society where, you know, the bigger, the better, the big gulp, let's supersize it. Yep. And it's just, it's just making us unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Making us unhealthy. This was a great discussion. I really appreciate this. And I hope, I hope the women out there listen, um, pay attention to their symptoms, understand it. It might be an autoimmune disease, but then again, it might be something else. Exactly. You know, but you know, like, like, like I said, you know, having, having itchy skin and we both had this, you know, throat thing going on. That's not normal. You know, so if you ladies pay attention to your symptoms. Yeah. You know, when you don't feel well, right. You, you know, 
So um, if the doctor's making you feel like you're crazy, get a new doctor. Yeah. And, and another thing, because someone recently said this to me and I just try not to go ballistic. Well, you know, you're getting older. Just because we're getting older does not mean it's normal to be sick. Exactly. exactly. That is still not normal. Mm-hmm. There is something wrong and you can do something about it a lot of times. Just because yes. you're getting up there in age does not mean you have to suffer. Yep. It's just putting those light, making lifestyle changes. I believe in if you don't like where you are in life, and that could be in your career or relationship or your health, you have the power to change it. You have the power to change it. You just have to want to make the change. You know, you can't expect a different result doing the same exact things, right? So um, that's why I do I do consultations because I want to know, are you ready to do the work? Like I'm going to be in there 100 plus percent with you through this wellness journey, but are you willing to do the work? Mm. You got to want to make a change. Yeah. So thank you so much, Quay. But, but before we go, I want the listeners to know how they can reach out to you. Maybe they want you to coach them. Maybe they would want to learn more. What's the best way for listeners to find out more? So I'm on Instagram at Quayley Holland or Facebook Quay Holland, or you can send me an email, Quay, Q-U-A-Y at QURBodyLifestyle.com. So um, that's my business, QURBodyLifestyle.com. I love it. Thank you so much, Quay. This was great. Thank you. I truly enjoyed it. It was wonderful. Thank you again for the opportunity to be on your podcast. You're doing a phenomenal. And um, I just loved it. And I I would love to, you know, continue conversation with you. Yes. I feel like there's so much that we can talk about. Yeah, I was just so. thinking the same thing. You got to come back because <laughs> there's so many layers. There's so many layers to this thing. Yes. So many layers. So yeah, you could definitely got to come back. Thank you so much for tuning into the Go Hard Chick podcast. We hope you find our episodes and discussions informative, engaging, and helpful in your journey towards a healthier lifestyle. At the heart of this podcast is the belief that health and wellness are essential aspects of a happy and fulfilling life. Through our conversations, we've aimed to provide you with actionable steps and insights that you can incorporate into your daily routine to improve your physical and mental well-being. We want to encourage you to share the podcast with your friends and family, as we believe that everyone can benefit from learning more about health and wellness. By spreading the word, we can create a community of empowered women who are committed to living their best lives. We hope to continue to bring you valuable content that will help you to achieve your health and wellness goals. Stay tuned for more episodes. And until next time, go hard chicks, take care.